Welcome to the podcast series of the UNESCO Chair in Refugee Integration through Languages and the Arts. We bring you sounds to engage with you and invite you to think with us. I come from an immigrant line, and so the concept of home, the question of home, has always been a pivotal one. Like many Irish, I know the dialect of home well. How long are you home for? Do you think will he ever move home? Do you miss home? Ah, sure, home was never like this. For us, the raw wind of exile, as Katie Donovan called it, is generational, coded into the soul. But where is home? Is it the place we come from? The place before the wound, before we, and I quote, yearn to exist in dismay, like the bulbul in Supriya Daliwal's poem, Your Bird, My Bird, forced into exile by an imposed border between what is now Pakistan and India. Is home the ground from which we come, onto which our feet feel fused, or where like the salmon returning to the weir in Maureen Boyle's long poem, Straban, we feel we know, and again I quote, the very pebble bed we were born in and return to year after year if we survive the winters of our exile. But maybe home is not a place. Maybe home is people, a community to which we belong where we are accepted, as Sarite Solomon Kabide wrote in 2010 in The Struggle for Belonging. Or maybe home is both. If home is both, what does this mean in our time? In a UK where the rhetoric of policymaking of the government is increasingly exclusionary, while at the same time, the scale of people moving or being forced to cross these wound lines, as Trish Bennett calls the border in Ireland in her poem, Borderlines. What does it mean in a time where the experience of more and more people is that of struggling to find a place in which there is space to belong? So maybe home is a place we find within ourselves, either because that is the pilgrimage we choose or because that is the struggle we are faced with when our environment is hostile and we cannot go home. This generational wound of Irish exile brings with it, of course, an intergenerational trauma attributable to the oppressive forces of colonialism. When I say I come from an immigrant line, I come from a line of the agriculturally dispossessed, smallholders, tenant farmers, seafarers, shores men and shores women. As a woman from the north of Ireland descended from such a line, I know the intergenerational silencing impact of the patriarchal forces of colonialism, capitalism, and of course, Catholicism, a faith I maintain, but which has been weaponized by men of power in order to repress the feminine and to oppress women in Ireland. The impact is another form of dispossession, another form of exile, 
exile from self. It seems to me that these questions of home and exile become ever more urgent and the voices and perspectives we hear and how we hear them are ever more important too. It seems to me that poetry, as it goes beyond the fixed borderlines of fact to grapple with the truths of lived experience, is a powerful medium through which to have that discussion. A prelude. I come from an immigrant line. James went to sea to send a sovereign a month to his mother. His young brothers, innocent and wily, went to London to labour as boy men. My father, their nephew, to build jails in the outback. I want to hear the stories of the women. I cup their voices to my lips like spring water. Sometimes I think it is their tears that I cry. I have been working on a collection of poems about voice and exile from and return to place and self called Finding the Oracle. In it, I reimagine the voice of Aoife from the Children of Lear, a Celtic myth in which Aoife is cast into exile after accusations of grave wrongdoing. But we never hear her voice or her side of the story. The collection offers a kinder and feminist reimagining of Aoife. The central voice in the collection is the reimagined voice of the Pythia at Delphi in Greece. The Pythia, as Lisa Maurizio wrote in 1995, had their voices silenced and appropriated by proxy through history's pages after being taken into the temple and held there, effectively in exile. In the collection, Aoife travels to Delphi in physical exile. Through that journey, she returns to self via an oracle from the Pythia, who will eventually also leave the temple the place in which her oppression and the denial of her voice enforces an exile from self. She leaves place to return to self too, although traveling in the opposite direction geographically. Recently, a quotation came like a gift from Hiab Johannes from the UNESCO Chair for Refugee Integration Through Language and the Arts from Levina on thinking of the other, entre nous. Nothing is more enrooted than the nomad, but he or she who emigrates is fully human. And it is that process that I set out to explore through the voices of Aoife and the Pythia. In this particular poem, Aoife is returning home with messages of intercultural understanding, having developed her capacity for voice through both introspection and dialogue. In the poem, she meets other exiles on the way to gather and poeticize their wisdom to tell at the court of Bo from which she was wrongly cast out. Aoife enters into intercultural dialogue as she prepares to report what she has learned about herself and humanity from the other cultures she has connected with. She reflects on the impact of physical and metaphorical exile and on the difficult reconciliation with homelessness that Lindsay Stonebridge wrote about in 2015. 
This consideration of home is also offered as a metaphor for a decolonial transcultural vision in which values are shared, recognized, and neither marginalized nor imposed. The poetic form hopes to demonstrate the value in recognizing other ways of inquiry and of knowing. And the dialogic form of the poem suggests the importance of the role of dialogue in decolonial and intercultural work. The poem is intended as a counter narrative to that of the increasingly exclusionary xenophobic rhetoric and policymaking of the Home Office. In particular, the recently passed Nationality and Borders Act and proposed plans for the offshore processing of asylum seekers' claims in Rwanda. Ifa is returning. Ifa is returning to where she was taken in, sent away from, cast out. Ifa is returning to herself, to the court of Bo, to where she will speak, claim, name, home. Where is the way? How will I know? The way is here and there. The code is as it was, as ever it shall be. I want to greet you in a way that you will know. I was marked out as different, my own belonging. Show yourself. It can be difficult to name another. It was difficult for me to name myself to learn I am an instrument for understanding. I hope, I hope for you, I hope for your life. The sun rises, the sun falls, the moon comes, the moon goes, and we must go unto ourselves return. You know, you know, you know the richness in your veins, the vastness of your soul. It is in you what there is to know. It is in your grandmother's mother's hands what there is to know. It is in the bright light of your child's eye what there is to know. Values, value, my value, what is value? Are you a good girl? Are you good girl? Do you perform? Are you true? I will explain to you, taboo. Keep sacred what is sacred to you. On some journeys, you must travel inward to know the value of what is beautiful in you. It is inevitable that when we mourn, we mourn alone. I wait for home, I wait for home, I wait for home. I do not want my child to ever have to wonder, to wonder. I want him to return in memory to warmth and not to have to seek 
a desperate reconciliation with my loss. For my child, in him, I want he doesn't have to search for home. What is home? I can tell you all the things I need to know about my home, but let no one ever tell another what is home. Let no one impose. Let us show, let us share home. Let us together trace the contours of our mountains, bring the distant singing of our ancestors from over the seas. Let us together move towards the shoreline to sing a new song by whose sound we will together weave a rope of hope with which we will bring each other into gentleness, into joy, into love, into truth, into home. I dedicate this poem to the memory of Shirin Abu Akle. Thank you for listening to the podcast of the UNESCO Chair in Refugee Integration Through Languages and Arts, a podcast series to make you think. More information about work can be found on the website of the University of Glasgow, www.gla.ac.uk. Thank you very much. Thank you.